Hey, welcome to another episode of console.warren. This is episode three. This is a podcast where we log what's new and noteworthy in software development. Just a quick note, I did change the name of the podcast from the commit to console.warren, Warren being my last name. That being said, let's get started. First, uh, I wanted to talk about an article by Rachel Andrew. She's probably pretty well known for uh, her writing about CSS Grid in the past few years. She writes an article called, Why Are We Not Still Using Table Layout? This is kind of an interesting look back to the, the 90s, the late 90s, early 2000s, a look back into how websites were laid out back then, how they were using table layouts, a little bit about the history of the people that sort of pushed against this and came up with CSS standards. This is an interesting little article that kind of takes you back through some of the decisions that were made and the people behind it. So definitely take a look. Next up, we have everyone's favorite topic, the most fun part of coding, which is writing tests. So this article is in web.dev. It's called Four Common Types of Coverage. They talk about function, line, branch, and statement coverage. This is a good article if you're not up to speed with testing. In my case, uh, well, I'm, I write a lot of tests now, but my previous job, uh, we built a lot of proof of concepts. So testing was frankly a waste of time because uh, we presented these proof of concepts. Even if the client said, yeah, let's do it, uh, we would scrap the proof of concept because it was something that we just had to nail together in, in a week or two. There, there was no need for testing. That being said, when you work for a company that you do need to write tests, which is most companies, this article gives a good kind of intro to four parts of testing that you should look into. One of the reasons why I like this article is because it's very simple. They give simple examples. In, in this case, they use like a coffee coffee ingredients and a coffee function. In so many articles, I see people write foo bar and baz as they use that as an example, as if anyone knows what they're talking about or the context of what a foo or a bar means, especially when they're trying to like relate two things to each other. I've, I one time saw an article where they were talking about database relationships and it was like, oh, a foo has a bar and a bar has a bat. And it's just, it's the mental model is non-existent. So I really can't stand when people write articles like that. I always think using real, real world examples is the way to go. It's easier to understand. That being said, this is a good article. Check it out if you are interested in testing or getting up to speed on testing. Definitely worth checking out. Next up, we have a repo called the Super Tiny Compiler. About six or eight months ago, I started to become interested in compilers, basically because I realized so many of the front-end tools that I use every day use compilers, and I really had no idea like how the magic was happening. Um, and I, I'll admit, I'm still, I'm still not, I'm not a compiler professional by any means. But I found this um, repo, and it's just actually a README. So this article takes you through creating a compiler, from parsing, creating tokens, 
to create an abstract syntax tree in AST, because I can't say that word, all the way to code generation where you're traversing through the tree and you're spitting out some code. In this case, they're using an example of a Lisp. I think it was a Lisp or C uh, function, which is very simple. It's just an add and subtract function. So when I was trying to read more about compilers, a lot of the articles I found were just way too complex. I would get to a point where I would just kind of would lose interest because I didn't know what they were talking about. I find that this one kind of has a strikes a nice balance between it's not it's not so simple that you're just like okay I get it but and it's not too complex so it's kind of right in the middle where uh, it has enough going on to kind of fully understand uh, how this is how it's being built. So if you're interested in compilers, take a look at this repo. Finally, we have Web Dev Simplified. This is a YouTube channel that does a lot of front-end stuff. He put out a video called 5 Plus CSS Features That Will Change How You Code. Now, if you can get past the clickbaitiness of this title, uh, it's a pretty, pretty solid video covering some of the CSS's latest features. I don't know that it'll change how you code. Uh, it'll probably just make your CSS writing a little bit easier. But that being said, uh, it's definitely an interesting video. So he talks about scope, where you can scope CSS to an element and even scope within a div, meaning um, you can scope the parent but not the child elements. Talks about an nth child extension that kind of gives you more fine grain control. Initial letter. So if you've ever seen those enlarged letters that uh, start a paragraph in an article or in a chapter of a book, there's some new features around that. Talks about the popover API, which should be pretty exciting once that comes out. Actually, the one that I found the most interesting was uh, display animation. So right now, if you try to animate from display none to display block, you can't do it with CSS. You have to use some JavaScript. Uh, they have some new tooling around making this happen in CSS. So it's pretty exciting. Again, a lot of these are not fully supported. So make sure you check out, uh, check out where the support is in the browsers. But this, uh, I thought this was a good video just to take a look at what's coming out. So that'll do it for today. All of the links will be in the show notes and we'll see you next week.